You are listening to the Red Roots Podcast. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Everybody doing well? Yes, thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be hot today, so... um, Start off by apologizing to the listener. I don't know if they can hear these fans, but we don't have air conditioning here. And the heat index was like 100 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 32 degrees uh, Celsius. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah, I'm educated. <laughs> did you prep uh, for that or did you no, just know No, I know that? what it is because it's, huh. uh, there's certain points. Anyways, oh. uh, let's see, it's 100 degrees, the heat index, right? 100 degrees at 9 a.m. this morning. It's 9 o'clock. It's after 9 now, so that means it's probably hotter than that, but that's what it is. And uh, so no AC in here, and we're on the second floor, so it can heat up a little bit. So, yeah, so if you hear zzz, constantly in the background, um, and if you're watching, you can, no- you can always notice it in the lights, like on our, because it's like this flashing, but it's because the uh, ceiling fan is over us. Anyways, um, <laughs> I mean, I just don't want people to be like, what's wrong with what's the noise in the back? You know, yeah. just right off the bat. You're so thoughtful. Like it's hot. And so I don't want to think that we're that, you know, bad quality where they just, you know, you just put up anything. <laughs> so uh, you guys had a good week with anything important happen this week? I had a past week. What happened? I don't know. It goes by so fast. <laughs> Weeks like merge into one. It, it has. Like, cause like, I think now as well with like um, kids play play games over the weekends now. So I, I it used to be like, okay, the week kind of ended like after church kind of thing on a, like a Sunday morning and then you you got a couple of days to recover whereas it's now like just all Saturday, all Sunday is still football. So it's fluid. It just everything merges into one. Yeah. So I mark it by church. Yeah. That's real. I mean, like we, oh, we had church two days ago. And so what happened? That's why I always talk about because that's the thing that I remember specifically because it's the only thing that kind of goes in order mm. of like, okay, oh, what happened on Sunday? That's my first thing to go to because it's the only day I really remember. Every other day is pretty much just alike, like, you know, kind of. Every other day stuff. is you prepping for Sunday. Pretty <laughs> so, much. Like doing so church Sunday stuff or whatever. Yeah, it's like my Super Bowl every week. Like it's my game. Not, maybe not Super Bowl. It's my game every week, you know. You're preparing and then, yeah, then it's time. Yeah. So, yeah, it does all run together, though. Mm. But this week is an important, to some people, I think, important day in the United States. It is um, Thanksgiving. Do you know what American Thanksgiving is? No, we know it from the movies. What do you think it is? It. Um, it's <laughs> a time where... All the family gathers together. Yeah, uh, yeah. They have a big meal. Yeah. Uh, they'll have an argument either before <laughs> or during the meal. Gotta have the argument. Then they'll watch the American football game. Yeah. And then at some point during that American football game, everyone will make up. And, you know, maybe yeah. the grandma or the grandpa will shout something like, this is the one time of the year to be together. Wow. Um, that's and everyone, real everyone comes dude. back. This is when Barbara, the time of year when Barbara brings her new boyfriend to <laughs> <Yeah>. the table. <laughs> and... You uh, forgot one very important thing um, is the nap after. Well, that's not. But he doesn't know. That's not, in the movies. They don't do that. Yeah, they yeah. don't take. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah. So, so you, do you have turkey? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Traditionally. So you, so you have turkey on both Thanksgiving and Christmas. Because uh, no one likes turkey that much. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, I mean, my family. I don't. Every once in a while, we'll do turkey on Christmas, but it's not like a staple. Thanksgiving right. is just a staple. It's what you do. My family puts hot sauce all over it because it, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Turkey's not like super dry. It, I mean, it's just not the best flavor. Even if it's moist, like if it's perfectly cooked, it's yeah. 
It doesn't taste bad. It's just turkey. It is what, you know, it just tastes like, oh, okay. All right, now give me the sides. You know what I mean? It's like about this. Thanksgiving is about the sides. But do you know what we're like celebrating on that day? Thankfulness. <laughs> I, I feel like I we should sing a guess. song. No, that's not. That's not. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we, I have a sister-in-law. She's awesome. Every time we got together, she would oh, want to sing um, a song. Do you know the name of the song? Nope, I don't. Um, so <laughs> I can't remember. Is something to Imago, do with not Pilgrims days, as well. Like yeah, the yeah. Word pilgrims is coming to mind. Yeah, the, and pilgrims are Englishmen. So this yeah. is this is a part of your history. Yeah, something we started. Was it? So <laughs> I, I mean, it's a it's supposedly honestly, and, and now it's even a point of a contention. But like argue, like of course everything is being argued now. But like pilgrims came to the United States, or you know at the time to in colonized i mean it is what it is let's not i'm not going to get into the depths of that conversation but it is what it is they nothing was discovered it was colonized okay you know uh not okay but for the conversation it's okay and then it was like this moment of where they were thankful because um supposedly there was at least a group of and it's just you know in historical documents when there was like no twitter and facebook we can't go back and see what they were posting and see where they really were. Like, you know, um, supposedly they came in search of religious freedom. Like, to be able to worship as they please and stuff, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so, they came and, um, you know, they were able to set up some settlements and stuff in the United States. Anyways, it's supposed to be like a day. We just celebrate. We're thankful. Thankful for what God is. And we know in that period of time, the w- things that we gave God credit for weren't always <laughs> things that God probably wants credit for but you know that's what it that's what it's technically more or less about i'm sure i'm leaving out some or forgetting some facts because you learn about this when you're a kid and then you just kind of like every year you just kind of do your own it's every family kind of has their own um traditions and stuff and so it kind of turns into it is a national holiday but it kind of turns into a personal or like a personal holiday not personal but like in your own family like each family kind of has their way of doing things Mm -hmm. uh there are some traditional things turkey uh, football is typically on the on the television in the afternoon because there's a traditional like the Detroit Lions, the Green Bay Packers. They will play on, on Thanksgiving. They out, they, I don't know why, mm. but it stinks if you get picked on one of these teams or you sign because you know you're yeah, going to yeah. miss Thanksgiving or what. Anyways, so you play like and there's different teams that switch other than that, but those teams traditionally always play on Thanksgiving Day, and um, you know the turkey stuff and all that. And yeah, but it's it, it's it's te- technically about uh, people grateful people's gratefulness english england what is it what am i saying Eng, the english people who came mm-hmm. i don't know what i'm saying anyways they they uh they, they're grateful for you know basically this provision of this new land mm. um if we go past that we'll get into another thing <laughs> but yeah like they're either grateful for you know new opportunity and new and like the, you know god has looked over them mm-hmm. he, he definitely has you know um to this point, because it's a weird thing. You got to think they're coming into a place that uh, most people had no idea existed um, mm-hmm. besides the people that lived here already for years and years and years. But um, but they didn't know. And they were they're leaving England like there's a big decision. You know, yeah. we're going to leave. And obviously, Christopher Columbus had been on this side of the world. He didn't go there. But and so, you know, people had come, but like they decided to come. We're going to start an over and we're going to do our own thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was at least at some point, like, they, they made it and they got started and whatever. And so, you know, something to celebrate success. Now, we put in the pictures that, like, uh, you see the natives and you see, the like, everybody's just happy eating around the table. And I don't know if it was like that or not. But I know the things that followed 
were not so uh, so friendly. Um, they were at each other's throats uh, for some obvious reasons, I guess. Um, but yeah, so that's more or less Thanksgiving. But now it has definitely changed, not changed, um, because people, dis- like, they get upset about that now, about like, well, they just came and killed all the natives, and which is unfortunately pretty true. Um, but equally, we can still be thankful. And, you know what I mean? Like, we don't, we don't have to necessarily celebrate what they did. We can still have a day, at least one day out of 365, sometimes 366 days, be thankful mm. of, of, you know, just really focus on one day probably isn't enough. But uh, so that's what kind of what it's about. And it, it, that's the beginnings of the origins of it, more or less. And then it's turned into um, like, hey, let's just be thankful and let's focus on what we're thankful for. And Would you so, say it's the biggest like, national holiday in, in the States? Would you say it's bigger than Christmas? No, I don't think it's no. bigger than Christmas. I think uh, I, I don't know. Thanksgiving is an, an, is a, an, is an event. Like in the, the like, because now for a lot of people, they're not even thinking about being thankful. What do you think for this food? Like, it's about just eating and like, just like eating good food. And most people don't have to pay for it. Like, so, you know, what I mean? they're just going to grandma's house or aunt, whoever's house, and they don't have to pay and taking plates at home, you know, that type of stuff. And it's food that you would typically only eat once a year. You know, most of the time it's these special dishes that mm-hmm. you, you anticipate. You know. They're more work. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not like, we're throwing some green beans or, you know, a salad. Oh, let me cut the salad. It's not necessarily that simple. Like, everything is a lot more work. All the dishes are more. And every family does have traditional dishes. Like, some people eat um, pecan pie for Thanksgiving. You'll see pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving. Um, but then... Uh, sweet potato pie. Yeah, sweet potato pie. A sweet potato. Is that even <laughs> Sweet potato pie. Um, you see that. And I mean, uh, in my that, family, we'll do, like... Arroz con gandules, rice and beans, and like pig, uh, pig, pork, pork. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just depends on your family, right? What yeah, yeah. The, wait, is, is sweet potato pie a black thing? I believe it is. Because I remember anytime I would go to like someone else's house that wasn't black, it would be pumpkin pie. And then, but I don't ever remember anyone making pumpkin pie when I was a kid, like, I mean, my, my white friends, you know, their parents would make pumpkin pie, but I don't remember any of my family members ever making pumpkin pie. It was always sweet potato pie. Hmm. Got to do some research. <laughs> but if you want to know what a typical uh, family serves during Thanksgiving, you can listen to gospel singer Shirley Caesar. She has a song oh out gosh. about it. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a, that, but that, again, that's, those are black, that's a black family. What, she say, what does she say? Greens, beans? Greens, uh, beans, tomatoes, potatoes, yams, something, something. You yeah, name yeah, it. Yams, you name it, like, everything. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and, and like for some people, it is a nice dinner. Like we yeah. sit down and we have like a, enjoy a nice family dinner. And it's, but like, I mean, for my family, it is a like, I mean, there's, it is all you can eat. That's really the idea. It's you come, you come, he comes, you like, Whoever, if you're connected to our family, if you're not connected to our family, sometimes it's like, who is this guy sitting here? It's like, oh, I thought he came with you. Like, uh, uh, he's in, he, you know, no one knows who he is. Nah, that's an exaggeration. Maybe. Um, but it's just a, a, like a time of celebrating and being together and celebrating like familyness, oneness, like just being able to get together and, and just having, um, being hungry is the least of your worries, you know. So my family, they'll eat at two o'clock ish kind of a weird time to eat but you're the way that you're eating is to eat like two, two yeah two around two ish and i mean everybody who's there eats their fill mm. some people go beyond you know 
And then, you know, you just hang out for a while and you talk, you catch up with your uncles, cousins, brother, you know, whoever, um, nephews, nieces, you know, all that. And, um, and you kind of hang out for a while. And then, yeah, you, football's on TV, so you kind of watch that a little bit. And then you go back and, you, you know, you eat some more because, the, I mean, there's so much food. And then there's leftover food. And if sometimes people come from out of town, and so the next, you know, the next day you're like heating stuff up. Because it's like she said, it's stuff that like, oh, my grandma's special whatever. Mm. You know, it's my grandpa, oh, he's make, no one makes this like him. And so it's your one chance to get that. And so it's like, I don't know. And so it's a very interesting day. Anyways, that brings us into, <laughs> well, did you have any more questions? Because these are good nope. questions. Nope. Because nice. everybody doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. good questions. I think that covers it. So he's like, it's just a day about eating. I mean, <laughs> I, learned, I learned a little bit about the history because I never really understood, you know. They'll give you like a little coloring sheet with miniature pilgrims, pilgrim looking, like not even full adult looking pilgrims. They're like only kids or like smashed up versions of people. What, uh, wait, what, where did you get that? At school, they gave us pictures. Every year they gave you a miniature pilgrim? I mean, color? after a time, after a certain year, they stopped but, I mean, teaching. I mean, you consistently got... I consistently got coloring sheets. Of miniature pilgrims. It would be like a miniature turkey to color. You mean miniature as in the picture size? No, like... Like, the picture will have a full-size, you know, it'll be a full coloring sheet, you know. It's not just a little turkey to color, a little pilgrim girl to color. It was, like, a full one, but it was, like, a cartoon version. You know, you ever see the little toys of the little people? The little people toys? No. I mean, they're, like, uh, for instance, the Lego Lego people, you know, okay. like, they're men. Well, I guess if you blew up a Lego, you'll have to Google it, but it's, like, Google a full-grown... Turkey Pilgrim. It, it it just ends up. Everybody ends up just looking like a baby. Okay, so but it's weird. I don't know where they got it from. Philadelphia education, man. That <laughs> public school. Uh, they just left us. Yeah, to well, learn on our own. We did turkey projects. <laughs> like learn. you always do these turkey projects, and now we would get in trouble for some of the stuff. <laughs> I'm just thinking about this. Some of this. <laughs> I just I literally just clicked in my head like <laughs> yo. This is not, like, now, in today's day, it's not okay. Like, but we made, like, it's, it's cult, cultural appropriation stuff or whatever. Like, <laughs> like every year we would make, like, and it, they, it was under the teacher's direction. So it wasn't, like, us just being, you know, like, it was the project. And you made, like, this headband and you put feathers oh, in it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, like, because you, you were trying to be, like, a native, friend, like... <laughs> And, yes, yeah, and don't allow them to organize a dance for like a oh gosh and like making up native dances and stuff yeah. and like so you, we're, we're like I remember as a kid we're running around with these like so we think native headgears made out of <laughs> made out of paper <laughs> and like shooting fake arrows at each other it just like we just had <laughs> I'm not even, like I'm not even going any further but yeah our, <laughs> it's I just now I literally just realized like oh this is not. <laughs> The way we're portraying people, you know, is maybe not a good positive thing. But it was very normal. I mean, this is in school. Like, this, yeah, it was yeah. very normal. I don't think they do that anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't do that anymore. I know. Um, I'm part of several homeschooling groups on Facebook. And, um, and that was a hot topic this week. Hey, anyone have some good information, good activities to teach my children about Thanksgiving? And I'm just like... Google? Oh. <laughs> I mean, Wikipedia? I, I mean, I, I know, right? Pinterest? YouTube? But uh, I don't know. I guess that's the argument. Like, do you teach your children now with the true, like the true events of the day, or you just kind of keep it 
like like what like well, I mean, what you understand what are you grateful the for of the day where they were eating together so that's not like i mean like the, the roots the roots of yeah i mean well that's why. not see and that's the thing is like i think i get like where that people where people come from and like being like hey we need to know the truth about but it wasn't the truth about that day like mm-hmm. that day was a day people were grateful regardless of but the, like the whole event of colonizers coming and colonizing was that was wrong it just was wrong and so that that we i think we can separate that from thanksgiving like yeah, what they did wasn't separate from Thanksgiving because it was all like, you know, it was them connected. But, mm-hmm. OK, we can say this is wrong the way that this was done mm-hmm. and like colonizing and supremacy. I mean, it is what it is. Right. And um, basically, you know. Almost wiping out well, wiping out entire tribes eventually, maybe not been those particular people, but that was the cause of that mm-hmm. wiping out entire tribes and stuff. Um, but we can say, OK, on this day, we celebrate being thankful. And years ago, yes, they celebrated being thankful. And I, but I feel like that's American history, that whole, it, it, and that, that's what I don't understand is why people just point out Thanksgiving to want to talk about that stuff. Because like, this is the day that we can breathe and talk positive, and now the other 364 days, this should be part of, like, yeah. yeah. This is stuff that happened. This is, America was founded on this. And like, I mean, it is what it is. Like, it doesn't matter if we accept it or reject it. Like, this is the truth. And so, but I, I don't know why we wait until Thanksgiving to talk about that. I guess because the portrayal is of happy, you know, natives and happy, like, uh, Europeans, everybody just happy and around the table. And I guess, yeah, there's that Disneyland portrayal of it, I suppose, that people are opposed to. But like I said, now I think we've all, like, kind of taken it on. And it's, you know, it's a day to be thankful. And you're never wrong for having a day to be thankful. Mm-hmm. I have friends who don't, who refuse to celebrate it now, which, I mean, I'm not going to refuse to be thankful. Like, I mean... And that's an extreme, I'm, my reaction is extreme probably, but like a day to celebrate with my family and then where we just really, we really do, we really do, we're thanking God and like just really focusing on his goodness mm. to us throughout, you know, our entire lives and even the generations of us as African-Americans, like his goodness is that we have, uh, we can at least have good enough jobs where we can buy this food and we can ha- own houses and we can, you know, and so we're not celebrating uh, America, we're not celebrating supremacy or colonialism or, or genocide. I mean, that's not what we're, we're celebrating God's goodness and faithfulness through the midst of all this dark history that we have, mm-hmm. that God has still seen a way to, you know, provide for us and, and, and make way for us to at least advance somewhat, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I, I just is always something to be thankful for, you know? Yeah. Uh, did you wear the shirt on purpose? I didn't. <clears throat> oh, show me that up. No, I didn't. I mean, yeah, I wore this shirt on purpose, but not because of Thanksgiving stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, so back to that. So that brings us to what we want to talk about today. Just want to talk about gratefulness. And like, uh, so what are some things that you guys are grateful for, that you're thankful for? On the mission field or in general, in life? Uh, anything? Yeah, I mean, anything. It's Thanksgiving week, so let's just, <laughs> whatever. I mean, yeah, both. Both, right? <laughs> I think my sending church, I'm very thankful for them. I had a Zoom call with them on Sunday morning. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, obviously it's difficult because you, you can't speak to everyone all the time. You can't Zoom call into the Sunday church every single week. I think there's a time difference and logistically it doesn't work. So sometimes you can feel quite disconnected or like out of the loop as to what's going on. Um, but it was really nice on Sunday just to be able to be back, you know, see everyone's faces. I gave a short presentation like, on some of the work that we do here just to keep it fresh in people's minds um, mm-hmm. and some of the plans for the future as well. Um, 
you know, telling them about my plan to return and things. And they've, you know, they've said that they'll continue to support me for however long that I'm out awesome. here for, which is awesome. amazing. Um, but yeah, just having that, just, yeah, seeing people's faces and, and being, you know, saying that, you know, they're proud of the work that I do out here, that they support me, that they pray for me. Yeah. Um, you know, just knowing that you have that, although you don't hear it every single day, you mm-hmm. know, and I don't need to hear it every single day. Um, but just to know that I do have that support, you know, back home, looking out for me, people praying for me, yeah. thinking about me and, and generally curious as to what, you know, how I'm getting on here as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's a, a warming feeling when yeah. people sincerely care, yeah. you know, because sometimes it feels like people ask and then it's like, uh, they're like, oh, I didn't really want to know. Like, yeah, this guy's just talking, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's awesome. That's, yeah, I was I'm wondering how it went, like overall, like how you felt about it and stuff, but I didn't get a chance to ask you in depth. Because you didn't come eat with us on Sunday. But yeah, so you got something? I know you got more stuff, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, um, I've got several also. Um, I guess my first one would be I'm thankful to I God. Mean, <laughs> there's there's <laughs> zero pressure <laughs> and there's no order. Like, no one's, I don't think anyone's listening, and be like, oh, she should have said this first. Like, it's yeah. not priority. It's just, you know. I'm just thankful that, um, I guess as as I get older, um, God opens has been opening up my eyes to just just revealing his who he is, you know. And before I I just knew him as a good God, and and I think as I've gotten older, I've known him as a a, a present God in the midst of the hurt and pain and trials, like mm. in the midst of life, you know. And um, I'm thankful that even even though we're so far away from family that I can still have that, I guess, one, a support system, you know, Mm -hmm. and you and and friends here. And two, God who keeps me, who keeps me. That's that's it. That's it. Your whole list. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that is an important thing to reflect on. It's like just God's goodness, you know, and his faithfulness through through the ups and downs and I mean we've had in the past you know I mean really our whole lives but I mean the older you get the more bad stuff happens that sounds weird but like because you're getting older and you know adults and like adults drive and they you know they stop growing so their body tends to have more you know what I mean and so people like there's breakdowns and heart attacks and or your friends lose babies yeah yeah and like you know adults use like other adults start using drugs and stuff and so you see there's more Typically, there's more tragedy and and um, and your adult life isn't just in general. There's more stuff that happens and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> so about tragedy, didn't laugh. <laughs> no, uh, it's because it, it's, it's cut. It cut, and we're trying to pick up where we left off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see some of his face. And he <laughs> this is awkward. It's like, wait a minute. Where is this going again? It's uh, anyways. No, my point was is like when you're an adult, like you see more bad stuff happen. One, you're attentive. You know. Two, we living in the like informational boom or whatever, so you can see more stuff happening outside of your small circle. But two, like like you're saying, it's like people get sick more and uh, not more, but like as an adult, adults tend to have more. You know, like I said, like, accidents and such. Like they're working, they're driving and whatever, and so yeah. you you there's more of a chance that you know someone that something happens, and in the midst of that. Like, you know, you, it's awesome to see that the God's faithfulness, even through that, you know, I think um, 
the tendency of non-believers is to say that God isn't faithful because that happens, but, you know, on the other end of it, we see that God is faithful even through that. Yeah. And even using that stuff, because, like, even, I mean, some of the stuff that, like, me on, my, on a personal level that have, like, just really, I felt was going to destroy me and damage me, just personal loss and stuff like that, has been the same thing that God has used as a stepping stone. Like, like catapult me into, not into some, like, big, that's not what I mean in that way, but, like, into becoming just a better, like, just a better person, a better, like, man of God, a better father, husband, friend, uh, better leader, just more serious about taking things that, you know, taking my job more seriously mm. and stuff. And like, cause through that whole pro like now, like I work, like that's not, and I've always, I think I've always been a hard worker. That was one of the things that was instilled in me as a kid, but now I'm not just a hard worker. I'm a focused worker. Mm. And so like, I'm like going somewhere, but that, I, I, that is a result of some of the loss that we've experienced and like just perspective that comes from that. And it's just, it's very weird because you don't celebrate loss, but you are joyful in the midst of it because you know that God is going to use this for his glory through you and it's going to work in my favor, which is a weird thing, I think, to a non-believer to hear that because it sounds almost like we're happy that tra tragedies happen. That's not the case, but no. the, literally what it is is that we can't lose. Mm. Like everything works for our good, to his glory, but for our good, you know. Um, and so, you know, we rest in that and we have, we, we have hope all the time in that. And the worst case scenario is that we die and we still have hope in that. That is, that is our ultimate hope even is in our death. You know, it only comes by death uh, for most of us and, you know, until Jesus returns or whatever. But, you know, so I, I like to take time to just really be thankful and grateful of that and just kind of just focus on the goodness of God through the ups and downs of life. He has been consistent, mm -hmm. you know. And so, uh, so anyways, I just piggybacked off what you said. Um, one thing, I'm, I think I'm thankful for my family here. I mean, my whole family, but my family here, like mm -hmm. uh, you, Melinda and the girls, you know, Melinda is not, um, like we live here. It's not, oh, Ramon wants to live here. And so Melinda is just, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we, in the, it's not like my kids don't feel like they're imprisoned have, having to live here. Like it is an adventure. Like they, they, this is where they live. They don't have, they, I don't know that they even have another perspective on it. You know what I mean? But they're, I mean, you see them out in the neighborhood all the time walking to get a, what do you call those things? Frappuccino. Yeah, but in English, it's like, it's not really, it's like a snow cone, basically, is really what it's like, I guess, more or less. Anyways, going to get cold. Like, you know what I mean? Just living their little <laughs> life or whatever, walking around the neighborhood and just enjoying their life, man. And, and so I don't know, I, I'm really grateful for that because everybody's not, Everybody doesn't step into it like that for different reasons. It's not, oh, you know, it's not someone's fault. It's just that some people just don't, it, it, there's different pages that people, you know, are on and stuff sometimes yeah. and it doesn't work out that way. So I'm really grateful for my family, not for supporting me in this, but for like, it's us supporting each other in this, you know, and I think there's a space for both, but I think it's easier and uh, better for us to have space for both. Um, I mean, for better for us to be, um, we're supporting each other and it's yeah. not my family. My family does support me just for the record and especially in church work and in all, like office work definitely supports me in that. But overall of us being here, it's us here. You know what I mean? And I think that's really cool. And so really grateful for that. I think it's something, you know, special. And I know that it's unique mm -hmm. and I'm fully aware of the uniqueness of our situation, of us all being on, not just on one accord, because I don't want to make it like other families who aren't like this are in disaccord. That's not, yeah, yeah. but just really aligned, I guess yeah. is the right word. Very, very aligned. And, and there's probably going to come a time when 
you know, uh, somebody's, Melinda or myself, or the girls will definitely, like, I want to live in the United States, or I want to do this, or I want to move to, you know, whatever. And this is part of life. But for the time being, like, we're very aligned in the sense that not of are we going to live here. No, it's that we do live here. Like, where I think we're very aligned in that. And now there's some different areas in our life that I think we can develop more to be able to, like, engage and enjoy our lives more here. But equally, I mean, the first step of that is recognizing that this is where we live and not like, oh, this is where we live. I mean, this is where we live. And this is yeah. where we chose to live. And we are here fully, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, you know, just connected and plugged in and a part of, you know, that system or whatever. So, yeah, it's something I'm grateful for. Are you going to say something? No. So what else, what else you got, man? I think I'm thankful that I have a job that I'm excited to get up for yeah. like every morning. I think that's uh, it's the you wake up like yeah <laughs> yeah you, like you wake up excited of yeah, like yeah. what's going to happen. I think like um, I, it could be a separate thing, but like even I wake up and I'm, I'm thankful for living here. It, like you get up and there's mm-hmm. parrots flying above, the skies are blue, mm-hmm. yeah, sun shining, it's hot, it's warm, yeah, yeah. Like, I love that. Like I'm, if I wake up happy, unless it's raining, then yeah, I wake up miserable. Yeah, <laughs> if it's miserable. cold and wet, then I'm not that happy. But yeah. the 355 days of the year when it's hot, mm. when you wake up, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited about what the day has planned, yeah. what work could happen, what things could be discovered, what relationships will be built, what possibilities there'll be. Um, because, yeah, for, like things happen so quickly. Like you wake mm. up, I'll come in the office and we have a piece of property now. And you're like, okay, well that, that was stage five and now we're still on, still yeah. on stage one, but we jumped that it's one. So and it's so predictable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, you, you don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, and, and for a long time, I think in my life that would have scared me, you know, waking up and not mm. really knowing what's going to happen. But now it's, it's what gets me out of bed. It's what gets me excited because it's like the possibilities are endless. The opportunities yeah. are as many as you want to take. Yeah. Like if there's yeah. something that you want to do and you've got the drive and the support to do it, you can do it here. You know, you can achieve it. It'll be hard work and it would take a long time mm-hmm. um, in some cases. But um, yeah, you, you, when you're fully invested, as you were saying, when you're fully invested in a place and you grow to love it, then you're like, yeah, I really, I want to work here. I want to see change here. I want to see transformation here. Um, and so to get up every day with that being the goal of, yeah. okay, we want to bring transformation to this community. Mm. We want to build God's kingdom here. To have that as a job is just like incredible. Yeah, to wake up so. every morning and be like, that's what I'm here to do. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm here to be part of. Um, you know, I'm thankful for that because I've had other jobs in the past which I've enjoyed, which I've liked, um, but they get, you know, you get tired of them mm. or you want change. Whereas it's like the whole two years I've been here, like, I mean, that's why I'm planning to come back in the yeah. future because it's like, yeah, I'm excited to be here and yeah. I'm thankful for that. I think that having that puts so much into perspective for you too because then, yeah, you endure the heat even though it yeah. gets hot and mm-hmm. annoying or you're, you're, the sun burnt your back or neck, yeah. you know, or you endure the power outages because... That was awful the other day. I mean, <laughs> I was looking up at the ceiling. I mean, like, you... I, you <laughs> I felt like my beard grew six inches. <laughs> One, so just for background, I know we're getting off, but this is what we do. Like, what was it? What day was it? Saturday? Saturday. Saturday, the power was out, like all day. And the power goes out periodically, but I guess we've been spoiled here recently. And, and it, I mean, we've had a good run, yeah. you know? And so, like, it, went out, it, was, it was all day Saturday. And usually they're not that long, the power outages. And I just, you know, I'm a spoiled brat, I realized. It's like, I mean... I almost just took my shirt off and put on like, you know, like 
started living in the tr- building a treehouse or something. Like that's what it felt like. It's like, oh, no internet, no power. It's the end of the world. The ap- it felt like it was apocalyptic. Yeah. Do you do this thing where you go around like turning on all the lights just yeah. to double check? Yeah. Just go from room to yeah. room, just being every, like, well, maybe this room has every power. Every five minutes. I do this thing where I I panically run outside to see if the a motorcycle um or worker from the power company came and shut our power off because yeah. some she, I lose track of the months. I'm she like, goes and pays I, the bill. Here so, you have to yeah. go in person to pay the bills you can't just like set it up or pay you know for the next three months i like to just leave this credit here so mm. that you know you can handle no you have to go every month and pay and and they'll cut you off after two months and i was just like how long has it been <laughs> <laughs> first thing we do is ask the neighbors is your power out too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's sometimes like yeah because neither of us paid like ah. so everybody's hopping and running to go pay <laughs> yeah it's a hassle um but yeah, no, I mean, I think, yeah, that, that's, that's a good point. It's like it, your perspective changes. Your, pers- it, your situation never changes. You notice that? Like, there's not much. It's a very, very rare is the occasion where your situation changes. Because you are who you are. You know what I mean? And like, it, but it's just perspective that changes. Mm-hmm. And I think what you have is a healthy perspective of being here. Because nothing's changed. From the, your worst day here, mm-hmm. nothing has changed. Except for your perspective, you know what I mean? And so I think, but that's a good space of like mental health and like spiritual health. And, and that's what happens when you like kind of contribute to those things and keep yourself healthy mm. and, and really guard your thoughts and stuff like that too, because yeah. you, you always want what you don't have, yeah. you know? Like, I mean, if we all said, okay, this is it. Next week, we're all moving back to our respective countries. Oh, we're going to have a blast mm. for two or three months. And then we're, it's going to start like, man. I remember when we used to, you know what I mean? And like, you're going, and so you always kind of want what you don't have. And so, but that's what gratefulness is, is being like focusing and being satisfied. It's uh, contentment, you know what I mean? Being content with what you have and uh, not complacency. It's content with contentment. I'm going to be grateful with this. I am happy and seeing the good and, and, you know, seeing the positive and things and stuff. So that's really good perspective. Mm -hmm. Cause I, yeah, I feel the same way. I'm grateful to live here. I'm grateful that, God has allowed, permitted, chose me to be a part of uh, this community and not just this work, but just a part of this community and stuff. And yeah, there's stuff that happens that definitely gets on my nerves, but like equally the stuff that happens that gets on my nerves at home, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times we, we deceive ourselves by thinking because things get on my nerves here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go back to the city because we only remember the positive in that sense. And you go back and now, you know, it's even worse than or at least equal to because it just is what it is. And so, but perspective, healthy perspective can does lead to gratefulness. I always will. If your perspective is healthy, regardless, you will be grateful for something. Mm-hmm. And you will be able to give thanks in all things. And, you know, whenever trouble comes your way, count it all joy and all these other things. Mm-hmm. So what about you? What else? I am thankful for for growth in our family. Like, especially, um, I, I know my personal growth, but I have to credit a lot of it to your leadership and just like over the past few years, um, seeing you not grow up, I, I would say grow up. You know? <laughs> I mean, you've always so been. I was um, thirty three when I started growing up. Now yeah, I'm thirty. You were always a man in my eyes, but but grow into into your own per like grow into the person that you feel completely comfortable being. You know, not not hesitant to say this, not insecure to do this, or, you know, like, just taking ownership of 
your decisions and you're like, okay, this is my family and taking responsibility for us and, and our personal growth too and push and, and having to find that balance between encouraging and pushing, mm-hmm. you know, because that's a hard thing to do. And a lot of times, like I know it, I, I feel like a lot of times that person who has that role can become the bad parent, you know, because you're you're always like setting guidelines and rules so that we can we can grow, you know, as me as your wife and the girls as your children and us as a family unit, you know, like we, we can't leave it, leave somebody behind, you know, it's like, oh, they don't want to grow. I'll do it by myself. You know, it doesn't work as a family unit. And so just you um, outside of everything else that you balance in ministry just making sure that you are present in the, the girls' lives, making sure you're present in our life, in my life, sorry, and 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 hearing me and out and hearing the girls out with all of our many, many problems. <laughs> have you lived with all females? Yeah, you have a, a, a mom and a... Well, he has a dad, though, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have a mom. You have a mom and a sister. Not... <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it, gets, it can get complicated. <laughs> but you're familiar with, you know, like, yeah. the differences in... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, yeah, just seeing your growth and your... Um, you become who and keep continue to become who God has called you to be and, and step into the roles that before you were uncomfortable and in stepping into and uncomfortable and even saying, I'm good at this. Now you identify like, yeah, I feel like I'm really strong in this area. And, and I don't know, seeing your growth and, and your and encouraging us to grow as a family. I'm really thankful for that because I, I, I am by nature just super duper lazy and can be complacent and then fall towards, um, you know, just not, just being, hey, you know, hey, what you doing today? I don't know. Yeah, whatever happens, you know, um, not setting any goals. This naturally, I will be okay with that, you know, which which we all know has really bad side effects or, or really bad results come from Just not effects, striving. Not even side effects. Yeah, yeah, really bad effects <laughs> of not striving for anything, right? Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, I'm thankful for for you. Cool. Yeah. Cue I mean, the all. I mean, I don't know. It's always awkward. Like, you, to yeah. yeah. Like, the follow up. Yeah. yeah, I'm a great man. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like or yeah, I know, I'm terrible. That's all lies. Like, you can't oh, say. No, I think, I think a lot of like my growing up. Like, and I told you yesterday. Like, I realized. Like, I I noticed that I'm growing up. Like, in in a and it's a weird thing to say, but I think it does come through God. If I, I know it comes through God's faithfulness. But equally, it comes through brokenness, man, of yeah. being jacked up and realizing that I'm not enough. And that is a scary, scary moment in your life. Because every, if no one's ever been at a point where they've thought that they're doing good, like, you know what I mean, on their own, they're lying to you. Like, if they tell you that, they're lying to you. Because um, I think we've all been there. And even if it's subconsciously. But just through brokenness and stuff. And, like, I mean, for me, it was, like, Again, I, I talk about this all the time, and I know if people that don't understand maybe like, man, that was five years ago, but like, for, it was a big deal. It's like the whole thing with my brother when he got sick and we were away, and like, and then he passed away, and it was like that destroyed me. Like I, that, but it's like this this weird vulnerable place that God allows you to be in. He does mm-hmm. allow you to be in, and it's like it's not testing your faith, but your faith is tested. You know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, this no, all, all the hubbub we've been talking. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, now it's time for the rubber to meet the road. And, like, you really have to. And it's scary because you're like, man, at the end of this, am I going to still be a believer? Mm-hmm. Like, and there's a moment when I'm like, I don't know. But I'm searching. I'm looking. 
I'm trying to learn how to trust in God and whatever. And it's weird because he used that, you know, to like in a weird way to mature me and make me really make me realize that I'm inadequate, but equally that I'm eternally adequate in him. Mm -hmm. And so like there's rest in that of like to not have to. And it has slowly. And I mean, you've seen it uh, like the good and the bad and the ugly (laughs) of my growth. But like. I've stepped more into these leadership roles and stuff and accept accepted titles and stuff that I've, I'm I'm not into titles. I'm still not into it, but like, and now I'm like, okay, I don't, yeah, yeah, sure. Who's in charge? Me? Like, I'll say that now. Like where, and it's not about me being like boastfully in charge. It's about, I, I see it from a different perspective of being responsible now. So when I hear who's in charge, I hear who's responsible. And so I'm like, oh, me. And I'm already gripping my teeth because I'm like, uh, let's, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> ready for a fight. Still, that's still there. But, like, <laughs> but you know what I mean? But equally ready to, like, defend myself or whoever is part, you know what I mean? If necessary or whatever. And kind of being in the mix. I don't know, but it's been a weird, a weird and terrifying transition because it's not something that I've been in control of. I'm in control of my obedience and my submission. And God is in control of everything else. And it's like, man, like, but... Look, when you, it's hurtful and scary, but then when you look back, you're like, oh, yeah, I am handling this in a better way than I would have handled it a year ago. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. I am more patient now than I was a year ago. And I'm like, oh, this is the way that this is supposed to look like just, you know, just now like kind of falling into it. This but, actually works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that's what the Bible means when it says, yeah. that, you know, and like so on and so forth. And so it's been I don't know. It's been a very interesting and that can be a very stressful thing if we take on it, take it on on our own. It's like what you said, it's like being responsible for our family and for our growth. Mm-hmm. And then we have a church and we have this and we're, you know, like you said, we're buying property and we're trying to fundraise. And like that, that can that can really be stressful. And there are definitely moments where it stresses me out. But it's like it's not even like when I realize that all of your compliments, I can't take credit for any of them. You know what I mean? It's only the faithfulness of God and the work that he's been doing through me mm-hmm. through the nastiest and darkest time of my life. And this is like, oh, this is how good God is. Mm-hmm. Like we say God is good all the time. You know, all this stuff. I know you don't do that, but like you've seen in the movies or something, yeah. in like, <laughs> typically black movies. But, uh, you know, like we say that and then it's like, oh, for me, for me, and I'm not saying everybody has to go through some tragic moment or whatever, but that reality was the reality re- reality of it was actually reached through a nastiness and brokenness when I was good for nothing. To myself, to you, to my kids, to you. Had you been here or had we been together because we weren't even here? Had we been together, I would have been worthless to you. I would have been worthless to everything because that's literally who I am when I depend on myself. And that's what I was doing in my hurt and my struggle and my pain is I was depending on myself Mm -hmm. and my ability to maintain a strong faith or relationship with God. And when I couldn't do that anymore, then I realized like how good God is and how powerful he is that reaching out to me, holding me, keeping me planning and pushing me along. And the irony is I came back stronger. Like, you know what I mean? Not me stronger, but him stronger. I'm dying to myself and really allowing him to grow through me and whatever. It's just a very weird Thing. And I know it sounds like, oh, yeah, you're talking about yourself, but I'm, I'm really not. Like, I'm not bragging. I'm bragging on the goodness of God mm-hmm. and the faithfulness of God because I legit, it, I, I'm amazed at, like, yesterday we had an issue with the car mechanic. Um, I, I don't know if you're home, but we stand right outside Simon's window when I talk to people in the street. So it's like, you know, you can hear everything. And I don't care because it's Simon. So, I mean, he's, <laughs> you know, I don't care that he knows. And so, but equally, like, there's, there's a lot of stuff. But anyway, I would have, 
historically like just lost it on this dude. And rightfully so. No one in the world, no one here would, matter of fact, probably a little disappointed in me for not losing it <laughs> earlier. But yesterday he came over and like I was able to just talk to him as a brother in Christ. And I wasn't like, oh, I'm growing because I'm like, man, God is doing a work in me because like seriously, I would have choked him out. Like before, like, but it was, I was able to literally through the power of the Holy Spirit, like to, you know, love this dude in the midst of, and like we talk about the power of the Holy Spirit to like heal. And so we think we talked about this in church yesterday to heal and grow legs and stuff like that. Great. You know, and to speak in tongues, what a great, no one's saying that, but the the most powerful thing that will do is inside of you. The transformation will take place inside of you, not just to prophesy and those things, but to change you and make you and lead you, convict you into a, a life, a lifestyle of love, of loving your neighbor. Yes but equally your enemy, the people that do you wrong and whatever. And it's powerful, especially when I hear myself, because in my mind, I'm, I'm like, should I choke him now or should I? Oh, if you knew Ramon even three years, you know, two, three years ago, you can ask Rudy when we lived in Cochabamba, like we already knew if we were all going out together, someone was going to pick a fight with Ramon and they were going to ask for it. <laughs> I, like, I don't know why. Like, I, it's like I had a sign on my head. It's not as much here. In Culture oh, Bomba, it was awful, man. Like, people always want to mess with me. I always want to take, take advantage of me and stuff. And I'm just, like, at the end of the day, I'm not the one. I'm not yeah. the one for these games. And so it's like... It was so anxiety-inducing. I'm like, oh, gosh, here we go again. <laughs> because I'm, like, I'm not afraid. And I think I hung my hat on that. I'm not afraid. Because I'm not afraid. And that, that's the problem sometimes. Is I'm not afraid of the person that's great, but nor am I afraid of God and the reflection that I'm giving him. And so that, mm-hmm. that's problematic on that side. Yeah. And so I think there's a healthy fear of God. And we talked about this <laughs> a week or so ago, which is a weird thing. But I think there's a healthy fear of God now that allows you to develop into, you know, a stable individual. Mm-hmm. Like of even, and I'm not saying stable as in like I just walked around yelling at people. That wasn't the thing. It's like people literally like trying to take advantage of my, my wife, my kids, and my friend. Like that's a different, yeah. those are... Um, for me, even on paper, to anybody, I think there are valid reasons to be frustrated. But equally, like, be stable in the midst of everybody else's instability. Now, that is a gift from God. And it's not my gift, but it's God. I mean, I guess it is, but, like, I'm the last person that could ever exercise that, ever. So, like, for me now, I'm like, <laughs> my expectations for everybody around me has raised. Because I'm like, if God can do this mighty work in me, and I see that he's doing this through me and being a witness to me through this stuff, then what can he do through everybody else? Because I, I legit see, like, you guys, all the three of you guys here, as way further, more talented, more able than me. Like, way more. And so, I mean, it's a bad omen, like, a bad sign, I guess. <laughs> like, you know, the expectation for you guys is like, what, what? Now I go back to square one. Why do you do this, Simon? Like, why do you, you know? But, like, I do. I see you guys more, uh, like, smarter than me, more talented than me and whatever. And so I'm like, oh, man, if God can do this in me, imagine what he can do in these guys. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's the push. And, like, you're saying, like, pusher to encourage her. I used to be a pusher boy. Like was it was in, I was push I was my encouragement was pushing you in the right direction. Like shoving you <laughs> violently shoving you in the right direction with words. <laughs> and like and it came from a place a good place of encouragement but you know just realizing that everybody doesn't respond mm. to way the way that you do to stuff, you know what I mean or whatever. So yeah, so I don't know. God is God is really faithful, man, and it's just like Again, just I, just taking time to brag on him and, and his goodness and what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And then the seeing through this process, like how, like, he's began to, dare I say, bless me, which is something that I've not believed has been, a, like, we're talking about buying properties and stuff and like that. 
I just have a subconscious belief that that stuff never happens to me. Like it just doesn't, but here we are, you know, again, it's God's faithfulness and stuff. And like me learning to get out of the way, like, and the thing is getting out of God's way is you've been empowered to get out of his way. So it's like not even something you can do on your own that. And like, you can't even do that on your own. And so he's, um, I don't know. God is good and he's faithful. And so I don't know. I I understand what you're saying, but I like when you say that and I, like, I appreciate it, but I'm equally makes me reflect again on the goodness and the faithfulness of God, because Mm. I don't talk about this a lot to to anyone to publicly, but I do, I realize like, and I'm, I'm just awed at the work that God is doing in me because I know who I am. Mm. I know exactly who I am. Like, that's not, (laughs) I'm not a person that's not self-aware. I'm fully aware, which makes me be more thankful to God and who he's become. I remember I mean, who he's making me into. Uh, I remember. God's, God's becoming someone to me. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, go ahead. It's fine. I remember having a conversation with my brother, and he asked me a question, which at the time was really difficult. He said, if, if God didn't promise you heaven at the end of your life, would you still serve him? And um, I, my pride was just like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't just serve him because I get a reward for it, you know. Um, but but now as I as I reflect, I, I don't just see the rewards of serving God as an eternal award. It is, you know, but I've seen the evidence of the daily changes in in our in our talk, in our the way we love people and the way I respond to my kids when I'm frustrated and the way that I can love my husband. And so that's the fruit of the Holy Spirit living in me. So if I don't. You know, at the end of life, if God didn't have heaven for us, um, my answer to him now would would be, yeah, yeah, because I, I see how much richer life is with yeah. with the Holy Spirit, you know, present with God present. You know, so. it's good because it is it's still worth it. You know, mm-hmm. though, either way. So you've grown a lot in the past two years. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, like, I mean, because sometimes you just don't, it's yeah. you, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Like, like, yeah, I've always been like this. Yeah, I think, like, the hard thing about it is, like, as we were saying at the start, time goes so quick. Mm-hmm. And so, like, before you know it, like, two years is done. And mm. so it's, like, sometimes it's hard to stop and take a look back mm. and, like, be like, okay, where did I start from and where am I now? Like, um, and sometimes it's scary as well because you're like, man, I've still got a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the more you grow, the more yeah, you yeah. realize that, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, and the more you see, you become more self-aware, the more you see your good things, but also your bad things. Um, you know, and it's a process. It's a learning process, it's, mm. as, you, as we've been saying. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that leads me on to one of the things that, another thing that I'm thankful for was the, like the, the support network that I got here when I first arrived. Mm. Like, that was vital for me. Um, I've done previous trips uh, to other places where I didn't have the support network. And at the end, you know, people would joke with me and be like, oh, we just threw, we threw you in at the deep end, didn't we? And it was yeah. like, like, that's not how I learned to swim. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't, don't just pick me up and throw me in and, and see if I make it. You know, I need you to be in there with me. I need you to be teaching me and guiding me and, and things. And that's exactly what I got here. Because, um, and I was nervous about that when I first came because, like, I didn't know anyone here. You didn't know me. And so it was like this weird situation where I'd arrived and yet I'm 100% dependent on the people around me who have no idea who I am (laughs) and I have no idea who they are. Um, But somehow we're going to have to form a relationship where they can help me grow, where they can teach me, guide me and things like that. And it's exactly what I got. It's exactly what I needed. Like there was never any pressure on me to become this super missionary day one. Like uh, you turn up and say, okay, you're now in charge of this, 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 and Mm. this, which previously has happened to me. You know, Mm. I've, you know, I've first time I've walked into a church, um, 
in one situation I walked in, uh, they said, so you preaching today? And it's like, <laughs> A, I don't even speak Spanish. <laughs> um, B, this is my first time at the church. Yeah. Like, you don't know me, I don't know you. Yeah. And the first thing you've said to me is, so you preaching today? You preaching? And it was like just that level of expectation, like straight away. Um, but whereas here it was like, uh, okay, we're going to help you find your feet. We're going to let you get settled. We're going to sort things out. You're going to become yeah. part of our church. You're going to learn the ropes, like see how things work. Um, and then as the months go on, we can find ways for you to get more involved and, you know, yeah. And it was, it was like six, seven, eight months before I felt. And, and then when the opportunity came along to become children's, like I was involved in the children's work first. And mm -hmm. then like when the opportunity came uh, to take responsibility for it, I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I've been here eight months, mm -hmm. like we've walked together, we've learned together. Um, I know that I can still depend on you and rely on people. Um, so yeah, well, you know, I was in the best place possible to be able to take over at that yeah. moment in time. Um, so yeah, just thankful for that. Thankful for the patience, like people like Rudy, who's just been so patient from day one, <laughs> taking me around anywhere, guiding me places, yeah, yeah. taking me to football, introducing me. Because yeah. he got like a million questions everywhere we went together. Like <laughs> he would get like a million questions about me that he would have to answer. You know? oh, and that man. just like must tire you out like every single time yeah. that you go somewhere with someone, people are just asking, who's he? Where's he from? <laughs> Does he speak Spanish? Does he do this? Does he do that? Um, yeah. and you, know, you know, he just wants to play football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, so yeah, thankful for that support network from yeah. like day one. That's helped me like get to this position. That's helped me grow. That's helped me learn. Yeah. Um, helped me develop. Yeah, that's encouraging because we want, I mean, we want people to come and mm. enjoy. And not, it's not even about enjoyment. We want people to come and feel like they belong. Yeah. And now whether you want to belong long term or not, that's up to you. But like mm. we, I, and I, I think I told you this in the beginning. Is we like our approach has just always been long term. Yeah. That's what and that's what it's gonna be for people who come. So we approached your situation, even like even though you could have left for after two years, we still approached your situation long term because yeah. we felt like it, it was a be, like a better and we will continue to do that to anyone because we feel like it's a better experience uh here and get things in the right order. But equally to be able to like yeah, if yeah. you go back even if you go back to London I hope and it's our expectation that some of the things you learned here in the not learned here. Um, so, yeah, some of the things that you grew in or whatever and through that process mm. can help you in anywhere you go and for the rest yeah, of your yeah. life. And so that was the idea. Mm. And like so if you move to Nigeria two years from your day, you know, straight, straight from here to Nigeria, it was our hope that like the way that we walked, you know, you through your first times here, that, that would have helped prepare you for Nigeria. Obviously, we wanted you to come back. I mean, obviously, mm. now we know what it is, but we wanted you to come back here. But equally, like being open and being cautiously um, unselfish, like, not, being cautious about being selfish, right? Mm. Like, oh, we're only going to pour into you if you're going to be here. Because yeah. that's a tendency, mm -hmm. if you're going to help us. And then, like, so we, I mean, we had conversation even before you got here with Miguel, like, hey, let's just pour into this dude and, like, this glory of God, like let's build the kingdom, like in any way we can, like whatever. And so, I, you know, I think everybody's been great with with mm -hmm. that for the most part. Obviously, there's always stuff, but for the most part, I think everybody's been great about that. I think your attitude's been really good mm -hmm. too. And because it's one thing for people to be patient with you and patient with the, the situation that you find yourself, but you being patient as well mm -hmm. and not giving up on that because you're not going to get mad at Rudy or me for pe the way people act. But equally, you can equally be impatient with the culture or whatever and just give up and go home you know what i mean mm. not give up and go home, but like at the end of two years 
I'm out of here. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, it's very, that's a very easy decision to make. And sometimes it may be the right one. There's mm-hmm. the wrong reason, but it may be the right decision. But yeah, and so I don't know. It's good to know that that works. If that, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know if I can say it that way, but yeah, yeah. If that, <laughs> that works and stuff. But, and that, that, is, that was, the, we wanted you to feel like that. Yeah. We didn't, my concern initially is when we told you like, hey, we want to bring you along slowly. We want you to be a member of the church first. Because I know there's some people that's offensive because they come to change and to work and whatever. And so I'm here ready to roll. And they tell me, like, be a member and like just hang out, basically, for a few months. It's like, well, I'm a world changer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to be. But you got to change before you can change the world. And it's not that you're bad, but you have to learn how to adapt. And yeah. it's impossible to learn how to adapt on that level when you've never been in a, thrown into a culture like that, mm-hmm. apart from everything you've ever known. And so... It's just part of the development to make you into, yes, a world changer one day. But that's not something that just happens by just, you know, blank declarations and just wanting to be, you know. Um, and so a Trinidad changer for our, in our case, I guess. Yeah, I think like the good thing about it is it's, it's all these things that you then want to pass on. So it's like, I don't know how long I'm going to be a missionary for. Uh, but, you know, if I'm here while other people come and if, if the guy that wants to come next year is, is still mm-hmm. planning to come, then it's kind of like, okay, I know I've felt both processes. I've felt the process where I've been left alone, isolated and just chucked into a deep end and I've had this process. And so it's like, okay, this is the process that works. This is the process that, you know, that did me so much good and developed me into the person I am now. And so it's like that having that awareness and cautious, okay, I need to pass this on. So the next, me- next missionary who comes down, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, it worked with him the same way that people worked with me and passed that on so that, you know, and, and try and change, because as you, like, try and change some of the missionary culture as well. Like, mm-hmm. as you were saying, like, the missionary culture isn't perfect. And for yeah. some people, it is a case of, we only want to develop you if you're going to help, like, going to be part of our ministry, mm-hmm. if you're going to work with us, if, if things are, if you're going to benefit us at the same time. Yeah. Um, but equally know that I'm at a higher level than you are. And mm-hmm. it's like, I've experienced that where I've, you know, I've felt, that okay i am lower than this mint yeah. uh, missionary and, yeah. uh, you know i've been made to be like fully aware of that like hey you know we're above you kind of mentality yeah. um whereas and like one of the things you said to me when i first arrived was like hey we want you to be like a better missionary than we were at this mm. age like we want you to go further and, and go beyond and be all that god created you to be mm. um which is like the complete opposite mentality mm. of like this and so it's kind of like yeah the, the, the lessons that you learn um, to be able to pass them on and then hopefully affect future generations of missionaries that come down and try and change that, that meant the, the missionary mentality. Mm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because it's about the kingdom, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And it is hard. If you were like, if you came on the first day and was like, I won't be here a day past two years, it would be very hard yeah. to invest in you. But, I mean, are we going to, you know what I mean? At that yeah. point, you got to make that decision about being... Um, yeah, I don't know, being faithful to the kingdom or faithful to our projects. And it's ultimately, it does stink on a personal level. I mean, not going to make it all spirit, but like it stinks on a personal level to pour into the kingdom. And you don't even know, you're not going to see any of the results, mm. you know, whatever. But so, like, you know what I mean? That's faith. That's literally faith is you're, you're building God's kingdom. And so equally, all this is for not because you're staying. So mm. that's, <laughs> that's it. Coming back, I should say. So that's great. But... But yeah, I think, I don't know, man, there's so much to, yeah, there's so much to be grateful for in this. And I, this is a really good practice, I think. I'm glad we did this because mm. it does make, it forces you to reflect, to slow down and even on podcasts and like just reflect on things that we're thankful for. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And obviously we didn't, there's, I mean, we only mentioned like two or three things a piece. So there's a gazillion things. Uh, obviously my parents and my greater family and I just, I, I got to throw it in because like, you know, people are like, oh, I didn't even agree <laughs> for, and I, you know, just always being supportive of us and like mm -hmm. I, the, everybody that we know and that is a part of our life has been a part, a consistent part of our life is part of this and our work here. And so definitely like my parents and like, and my family and your family, like even in different ways, just a part of this man. And like people just supporting us, encouraging us and being there for us and letting us stay at their houses when we go to the States and, you know, all of our supporting churches, man, like sticking by us when like we just, you know, felt like we weren't stick viable, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and just when we didn't even believe in ourselves, like calling and encouraging us and stuff. And man, people like send money, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like to support the ministry and stuff and, and not that so that our family can survive as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's nice and we can enjoy things. Like a church just sent us some Christmas money and he said like, man, you know, have fun, buy some fun stuff for Christmas or take a family trip, something. And like just that, man, it's such a special thing because our family is very important and our family, I don't want to go overboard, but like we do need to enjoy different things, just mental stability and be able to live here. Because if we lived in the States, we would enjoy simple things sometimes. So here, if we want to have that same level of mental stability and effectiveness, then we need to do that too. And so it's only possible because of the people who support us, man. And and the work that God is doing through them, through us, through, you know, for his kingdom. And this is a, a, a global effort. What God is doing in Trinidad. Have you ever thought about that? Mm. Like what God is doing in Trinidad and what he's chosen to use us to do is a global effort of uh, like people all around the globe, literally. Mm. Um, God have, has shifted their focus and, their, and put on their heart uh, this community in Trinidad to be able to come together and accomplish great things here so that we can see a revival in 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 the literal sense of the word, like a reviving of this community for God's glory. And so it's just really good and really special to be able to be at the center of this, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, definitely teaming up with our supporters, but even teaming up with you guys. Like, I think I get a lot of credit for stuff that goes on here and unjustifiably so. People would never see what we do here if it wasn't for her. People wouldn't hear a lot of what we do here if it wasn't for you, because I'm so unsure about half of the stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just talking it through. And for him, the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, I would be out of control if it wasn't for you guys, probably at some point. You know what I mean? Like, and so to have that, like that team and stuff. And again, mm -hmm. like people see, view me as the leader and whatever. And I'm, you know, fine. I'm OK with that. But equally, like, they, I, I think people on the outside don't really get how much of a family team, when I say family, I don't just mean our family, like Jill, Jolie and Jalen, because they're, at this point, they're not huge contributors <laughs> in the ministry. I was going to say a more, I was going to say a, a more harsh word, but I'll just say they're not big contributors ministry-wise. I mean, they are in some sense. My neighbor, like, goes on and on about how thoughtful and aware they are of different situations and stuff, but, you know, they're not. It is what it is. But, I mean, you guys, you know, like, I mean, we're, we are a team, and we're doing this together, and, like, I, you know, I'm I'm very conscious about make letting people know that it's not just me. I say that all the time because people try to give me credit for stuff, and um, that, yeah, but equally they don't people don't hear that. They just you know I'm I'm the one on the videos. I'm the one standing up on Sunday, but they don't see so much stuff. And so I don't know God's faithfulness through all that and through so from my parents to our supporters to you guys and like you know just us as a team and the the uh, the community and the chemistry that we've been able to form, even though we are. Very, all four of us are very hugely different people. Mm. I mean, we definitely have stuff in common and stuff, 
like you speak English, we speak English. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But like, we don't, I mean, it, we're just all different. Our personalities, they overlap in spaces definitely, but we're very different. And see, to see God glorified through this diverse group, a very diverse group of people, but to see God uh, glorified through that way of a diverse group of people loving each other and being on one accord, even though we're nothing alike, and being able to put our differences to the side, not fights, that's not what I'm talking about, but with little differences. Like, oh, put that secondary and be able to do things for the glory of God here. And to see God almost feels like God has been like, okay, now, you know what I mean? And you see things, like you said, like this is step five, <laughs> like, you know, whatever, phase three, I think it was or something. And like we were at phase one with the phase three. Yeah. And then phase four slipped in behind on the media stuff and like, you know, whatever. But you see God saying, okay, now I can work. It's like, well, but it's through us being unified and stuff like that and just really um, reflecting. So I don't know, I'm grateful for all that, man. And, uh, you know, I think you know, there's a million things more that we could we could mention, but I, those are things I definitely wanted to include at least in the conversation because they're very important. And I equally think if there is an aspiring missionary listening to this, whether it's today or whether it's five years from now, you know, you find old videos and YouTube suggests you or whatever, like to not to to really like remember that that this is a village. This is not a village. This is a city work. You know what I mean? Like there's hundreds of people over the years, people who have supported us who don't support us anymore financially. People who have never sent us a dollar but pray for us faithfully. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? This is everybody playing these different parts. And um, obviously us being here, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, God's faithful, faithfulness through all that. Just grateful for that. Grateful for what he's done up until this point, even the bad stuff, because it's made us into what we are now. And But even grateful for what he's going to do. And I think what we all kind of feel and see coming down, down the chute, which is terrifying. Mm. But equally, it's exciting, you know. And so grateful for that. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Good talk. So, anyways, <laughs> I think we're done for the day. Um, yeah, we're around the time. <laughs> but yeah, so um, one thing I wanted to say before we leave, before we head out, is uh, remember that we move. We're moving the podcast. It's probably going to be the last podcast that we upload to the Red Roots channel. Actually, you know what? I'm probably not even going to upload this to the Red Roots channel. We'll probably just share the video on YouTube. But so we have another channel if, for the video podcast. If you want to watch that, it is on uh, the Red channel's Roots. called huh? Red Roots Podcast. Yeah, Red the channel's Roots called podcast. Red Roots Podcast. It was a brilliant name, <laughs> very creative over here. Uh, no, but that's literally what it's called. But it's called Red Roots Podcast. So if you like to watch, if you listen, then continue on. Nothing changes. If you like to watch, then go subscribe to that channel, um, and you can see all the all the videos that we've done are up there since we started doing video. Um, they're all up there already. Um, and yeah, this week's as well will be up there too. So go subscribe to that Red Roots podcast. The logo is the same. It just says podcast under it. Um, yeah, you can see that. So subscribe to that channel. Even if you don't watch, go subscribe and help us get to 100 so we can do some special stuff. You got to get yeah. so many subscribers before you can get certain privileges on YouTube. Yeah. So yeah, subscribe to the channel even if you're listening on Apple Podcast or uh, what is the other one? Android, Pod, Google Podcast, SoundCloud, et cetera, et cetera. So anyways, thank you for listening. We hope and pray that you have a great Thanksgiving and, and that this week you can really enjoy um, time with your family, time alone, whatever it is that you're going to do. But over, above all else, that you can really uh, focus on, on the things that even if this is the worst year of your life, there's still something to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. And so the, just this week, man, just really want to encourage you, listener, to be able to think about the things that you're thankful for and the goodness of God, even in the worst times of your life and obviously in the best times of your life, Amen. the goodness and consistency of God in all things and that he's worthy 
to be praised and celebrated and, and followed above all else. He's worthy to be followed mm-hmm. and, st- you know, stick with him and stick by his side. So thank you for listening. We really Wait, um, should we should we do the song? Praise no, we're not God doing that. All right, guys. Um, bless oh, yeah. Still doing a fundraiser. So you could. Well, this is important. <laughs> Okay. So we're still doing a fundraiser. You go to redroots.org if you want to donate to that or write us and ask more questions about that. Um, yeah. So thank you for listening. We will... I'm trying to think. I'm making sure I'm not forgetting anything. I th- I'm, I'm guarantee I'm forgetting something. But we have Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that stuff for that. So anyways, uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate your time. Happy Thanksgiving. Have an excellent week. And enjoy your time. Yeah. You'll see us next week. Provecho.